how much it costs to get in front of people on Facebook and Instagram in terms of like CPMs. And I was just blown away. Like it was like $10 to get in front of a thousand people. thousand people, yeah. All right, here we are, another episode of More Than Marketing. I'm the host, Arsha Mirshan. Today, I'm joined by Dan Lesniak. Did I pronounce that right? You did. Thank you. Lesniak, my pleasure. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for joining me. Um, this is this is awesome. You're a billion-dollar real estate agent. I, I, I assume that means you you, you know sold a billion dollars of real estate, yeah, your group? Yeah, we've, we've hit a, f- a few billion, actually, now. A few billion now. That's so cool. I love that. Um uh, best-selling author of the hyper-local, hyper-fast real estate uh, agent, how to dominate your real estate market in under a year. Uh, that's pretty dang compelling uh, 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 title, if you ask me, especially if you're a real estate agent or an aspiring one. Um, and then 13 marathons and five Ironmans. Is that yeah. the right numbers? Yeah, that's, that is. I don't, I don't know why I did that. But. <laughs> how do you find the time? <laughs> Yeah, it's just just uh, eliminate things that don't serve your goals, don't serve your vision, and, and you know, there's people have got time everywhere. Like I agree, average average American I think is four or five hours a day on social media and TV. So yeah, yeah. So you're using that time more wisely, definitely. And then and uh, so that that's a feat in in, in and of itself. Uh, and then U.S. Navy before uh, all, all the real estate. So thanks for your service, my man. Thank you. And then Dan, just want to hear from you. Maybe uh, tell us a little bit more. What what didn't I cover in the intro? Um, because my understanding is, well, yeah, go ahead. You tell me. My understanding is, you know, you, you use social media, and that's what I want to cover: kind of digital marketing, social media to uh, to dominate your real estate market. And I really want to dig into that today. But tell me about yourself in your own words. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to give you the quick version of how I got into real estate. You know, this was never something I thought. I would be when I grew up or that I went to school with. I sort of grew up in that paradigm where my parents raised me to that with this belief that if you work hard in school, you can get into the next school. And if you work hard at that one, you go to the next one and then you can get a good job. And if you work hard there, you can go to another one or maybe back to school. And, you know, it all worked really well for me until it didn't. So like you said, you know, I did, I did uh, the Naval Academy, went to the Navy. I got my master's uh, in business administration MBA at Georgetown. I thought I would get out, go work for a big strategy consulting firm. Yeah, at the yeah. time I had a, just a government contracting job that was okay, but it just wasn't super exciting for me. Mm-hmm. And I wanted something else. That's why I got my MBA and I thought I would go be a strategy consultant for McKinsey mm-hmm. or BCG. Yeah. And this was back in 2010 and 11. They all, all rejected me, said, no, you think you're, you know how to do it, but we don't. We don't think you have the sales acumen for for what we're looking for. So they recommended that I go out and get a different kind of experience. So I decided to get my my real estate license. I bought and sold a few homes before, had invested in a bunch while I was in the Navy, and I knew a little bit about that. So I got my license. I still had I still had my job, my my government contracting job, which was just one of those kind of steady. Put your forty two hours in, 45 hours in. And, right. And uh, so I found ways to to start in real estate while I was doing that. And that... It was a side hustle, right? But it wasn't a side hustle for very long. It took off quickly. The next thing you knew, I looked up and I was like, 
wow, I have more commissions coming in this quarter than I'm going to make the entire year. I should probably just quit my job and Wow. So that's what I did. And, you know, the, the reason really, and I wrote about this in the book. Yeah. Uh, the reason I, I picked a very hyper-local, hyper-focused strategy and local, you know, hyper-local for me, it doesn't necessarily mean geographic, but that's the first thing everyone thinks of. But It is, yeah. But I was forced into that strategy because of my work. So I didn't, I didn't have time to go everywhere. I wasn't going to call all my friends and family and ask them for deals and, and, uh, you know, cause they knew me as the government contractor guy, right? Right. Guy, right. Whatever, not not, not, real not the real estate agent. Yeah, sure. So I started marketing to my building that I lived in my condo building in Arlington, oh. 180 units or so. It was about five years old. So it was just coming up for sale right? where unit owners would turn over. I just focused on those 180 people to start. And <laughs> I got people wanting to sell, upgrade within the building, buy in the building, sell in the building or move out to the adjacent areas. And I just kind of spread out from there. And I ended up that, that first year, I got over half the, the market share in that one building. Wow. Like, I, did, I did like 12 million in that building alone and about 10 million in adjacent buildings. And it was all, all because I you know went through this simple process. I, I call it, uh, STP segmentation, targeting, and positioning. You know, a lot of people, no matter what business they're in, they're just unintentional about how they how they start. They don't have a a target market, and they don't have a, a position, right? A, a value proposition that they communicate to them. So I, right. so I did all of that, and it worked fast. So talk about, I mean, dude, that's you know, you said uh, you know, hyper local. It doesn't get any more local than your apartment building that you're living in. Right. I mean, literally your next door neighbor is your is your target market. And you it seems like you recognize that you you know knocked on the door and was like, hey, look, you know, I know that the, the timing is such and I live here. So I know this market and I can help you. Is that 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 right? Yeah, that, that was kind of I mean, yeah, that was, that was it really it was it was pretty, pretty darn simple. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a geographic area, though. Like if you right. if you love boaters, you could focus on waterfront properties or golfers right. focus on golf communities or sure. you know, if you used to be an accountant you could focus on on them so there's you know it's just taking the time up front to decide which segment market right which segment of the market you want to to try to do business with and then try and come up with a value proposition yeah so i i understand i understand segment right that's like who's your niche uh, I understand position that's like how what's the value prop right um talking about targeting like what is the target yeah, piece? So targeting is uh, that's just which segment you're going to target. So segment okay. is kind of like how you chop up the market, you know, how you chop it up into the bits and pieces. And then the target mm -hmm. is, okay, which piece do you want to go after? Because if you, mm -hmm. if you try to go after the whole market, you're not going to yeah. make enough noise. Right. So you got to you're every, you're everything to everyone at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Well, I'm really, I really want to know because so I, I, I get and I like those very, uh, you know, wise kind of going after the, in your case, hyper local being your apartment building to start. Um, but then what about this transformation to digital? Um, I, I, I watched this uh, uh, this clip where uh, Gary V, you were in the audience, you were, at, you were talking to him. And um, and uh, what you say? You, you said something like you guys cut some 15,000 a month in, 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 in direct mail and put it all on Instagram and Facebook. 
I'm very interested to know how that came to be, how, you, you know, so many questions, Dan, like, first off, when, you know, when did you decide to do that? How did you decide to do that? How did you learn digital? Did you use an agency? Uh, I got so many questions for you, man. Can you talk to me on that? Sure. So, um, you know, I, I described my first year previously, which was 2012, kind of fast forward six years later. By that time, I, I had met my wife. She was in real estate. We combined. Uh, grew this kind of dual-headed team, and uh, you know, last summer we met with Gary V at an event in DC. And mm. at the time, we were doing a little over 200 million in volume, mm. and we were on pace to do that again last year. Mm. And he just, with such clarity, when put put it in perspective to me, how much it costs to get in front of people on Facebook and Instagram in terms of like CPMs, right? Sure. And I was just blown away. Like it was like ten dollars to get in front of right. a thousand people. Thousand, a thousand people, yeah. Thousand postcards cost me five hundred dollars. Right. Right. And he told a story at this conference about how he gets upset when he looks at Wikipedia and sees the line that he took his family wine business from three million to sixty million because at the time, you know, a lot of that happened because of Google PPC. Uh, he said, "Look, had I gone all in on it instead of just twenty percent or, or so." Yeah. Right, I would have, I would have done two hundred and fifty million, yeah, or six hundred million instead of sixty or whatever, right? And then he he said within a few years, Google PPC got up to eighty hundred, whatever it was for yeah. CPM. But and he said, look, some at some point, I don't know if it's in a year, two years, five years, that will happen to Facebook and Instagram. And then then we met, you know, we met with him for after that event. Uh, for about a, half an hour, I uh, had a private meeting with him, which was cool. And I just, I walked away and told Carrie, like, look, we need to cut direct mail. And I think we, at the time we were spending 15, 20 grand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just went out and started, we hired videographers, we hired uh, more, more people on our marketing team to do social media and mm -hmm. started making ads and, and pumping out uh, a lot more content. Yeah. Six months, six months later, we we met up with Gary Vee at another conference he was at in Miami, and that might have been the clip you saw. But he, yeah, I think you know, so. He he had me tell the story in front of the whole audience, which was pretty cool. But you know, normally December, so so we met with him in like end of August for the first time. Made those changes within a month. First two months, not much happened, but by December, we people were like, "Man, we see you everywhere," and. Normally in December, we'll close about 20, 22 deals. That's, that's what we did the last two years. We closed like 88. It was our highest month ever. Wow, like 4X. Yeah. So how does this translate from digital to, to 4X more in sales? Because um, first off, in, in that clip, and you mentioned like for two first two months of doing you know digital Facebook Instagram whatever you're doing it, it didn't you weren't seeing the traction and Gary's like oh by the way that's where most people quit uh, it sounds like you didn't quit you kept with it um, I can I can relate to that as an agency owner I can tell you you know we have a lot of clients who um, and I get it sometimes like the you know there's an impatience of sorts and 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 a lot of times like Google and Facebook their algorithms their machine learning. It takes data. It takes time for that to 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 work for it to find your target uh, audience and hit them at the right time, right? So, so, but how did that in real estate? I've watched some of your stuff. I think it's pretty cool. You guys go around to like the barber shop or the restaurant, you know, do some video and and uh, and, and you know tell 
tell your audience on Facebook and Instagram what this local business is all about. I love that. How does it actually then turn into business for you, though? Do people re- reach out? Do they know that you're they know that you're a real estate agent? They reach out and like, hey, I'm trying to sell my house or buy or or what? I mean, we do a mix Talk of different the strategy. Yeah. So yeah, we sort of mix what I would call Gary V's strategy and Grant Cardone. So, you know, Gary's more into the branding and into the the long term, and Grant's more into the sales. And I, I think both can do both, mm-hmm. but. You know, we, we've got a mix of those videos that you described that are just highlighting local businesses. And that's just, you know, those those people push it to their audience. We 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 put paid money behind it as well. And mm-hmm. it gets people in the community recognizing us, gets them knowing who we are. And, yeah, we're talking about the barber shop, mm-hmm. but, you know, we're using a, a branded microphone and it's got our name on it. So it's, it's kind of like elegantly mentioning it. Right. And uh then we'll also do a mix of ads that are buy a house now, right? Or sell yeah. a house now. And you're targeting that same, you're targeting the audience uh, that is, you know, interacting with your videos, right? Yeah. So if you see, you know, you're putting the video out there, okay, get some impressions, you know, there's a reach, there's an impressions, get some frequency. But the people who maybe comment or maybe like, maybe you target them and with a, with a you know, down funnel ad, is that? Yeah. True, yeah. Yeah, so if, if they watch our general non-salesy video, mm-hmm. uh, we'll create a retargeting audience in, yep. in Facebook and then go more direct sales with, with that ad, right? And, right. and we'll, we'll, we'll retarget our website visitors now. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do custom audiences of all our past clients and then, and then use lookalikes. So we've, Brilliant. <laughs> this guy is true digital marketer. He goes uh, custom audience and, and uh, look alike on that. That's one of my favorite strategies in in uh, in B two C or or a high volume B two B. One of my favorite things to do because that's that's leveraging the power of of these of the two big ad plat ad platforms with Google and Facebook. They got AI and machine learning, you know, to the hills. You know, they're leading that charge and and they're using it for ads. So what you just mentioned is a brilliant strategy. And it works. So, kudos, man, kudos. So, and I, so that's your. So it sounds like that's like uh, kind of more. It, it is a mix of what you said. It's a mix of that branding. It's like, hey, I'm seeing these folks, and they're doing me a service. Um, they're adding value to my day, and then also, you know, you'll hit them with the with the ask with the Gary V right hook after all those jabs, right? And I love that. I have this uh, saying, and I want to see if you agree with it. Very simply put, in social media, there's two pillars of social media. One is you have to be active. If you're not there, if you're not on it, you're not, you know, 80% of the battle showing up. You got to be active. You got to be there. You got to be commenting. You got to be liking stuff. You got to be putting stuff out. But just putting stuff out or saying nice in a comment or hitting like, that's not enough. The second pillar is adding value. And I think that's something that you and your team are doing really well. You're going around and you're, and you're you know, highlighting these local businesses as for that one example, that one strategy. And that adds value to them because it gets them exposure, right? And, it, and, then, and then it tells the, the community, hey, you know, this is here. This is what they're all about. Here are their values. Come check them out. Um, so you're doing it, man. You're doing the, you're adding value and you're super active on it. And I think because of, you're hitting those two pillars, you're seeing the results. True or false? I agree 100%. Oh, yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, what other, like, 
like strategies or, or like, how are you expanding this? How, how are you, right? Because, you know, you got to take it beyond yourself. I know you wrote a book. Um, and I think it seems like you're, you've shifted maybe from real estate to training real estate agents. Is that we do true? We, we do both. both. Okay. So we're, we're growing our team, getting more people, recruiting more agents. Social media has helped a ton. Right. You know, last year we had about 20 or so agents. Now we're up to 50. So we've doubled, wow. doubled there and we're going to, we're going to keep adding. And we also started a coaching company called hyper fast agent mm-hmm. we coach, uh, agents all over the world. Now we've got about 160 people that are doing, uh, our monthly program. We've, we've actually, we're putting on, putting on a digital summit right now that I think over 2000 people are signed up for. So wow, that's great. A, lot, a lot of work there as well. That's awesome. That's good for you, man. So it sounds like you, yeah, your digital strategies also helped you, uh, recruit. It has, kind of- yeah. so, so I know a lot of, you know, real estate agents don't like to like hire people that aren't in commission roles, mm-hmm. but having this big marketing team and digital team is allowing us to, to do multiple different things. So it's, yeah. it's helping with getting more buyers and sellers. It's helping with getting more agents. It's helping our, our coaching company. Right. I'm sure we'll probably leverage it into other things down the road as well. I'm sure as well. What advice do you have to like a, um, you know, maybe a, a, a digital marketer or, a real estate agent, if that's uh, easier, who's just starting out. Because it sounds like, you know, you have, you know, you, you said you hired some videographers and uh, and what have you. So, you know, I don't, if I'm a real estate agent just starting out, I don't have that, right? So how do I, how do I get started? What What's my, you know, what's my first step, second step? So, you know? Yeah, I think, I think using video more and you don't have to be expensive. Like the, the, the quality on the iPhone is, is more than enough, especially if you get a stabilizer, which are, mm-hmm. you know most of those stabilizers are like 150 bucks at most. Yeah, you know you can get the. I use the DJI Osmo Pocket a lot because it's mm-hmm. very very small and convenient. But you can even get, you know, your own camera and put a monopod on it. Use that as a selfie stick, right? Mm-hmm. That's only going to be like a thousand bucks of a setup, so it's not super cost prohibitive. I think the key is to do just make a lot of content, make a lot of different ads. I think, you know, I, I use Facebook ads library a lot to scope yeah. out my competitors and just big guys, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I noticed is that, you know, and, and we probably were guilty of this for years where you're kind of just using thinking of social media as like the check in the box. Like, yeah, I have a Facebook page or, you know, I, I have a YouTube channel, you know, if you never run ads or you just make one ad and run it for six months, like it's not going to work. It's not going to yeah. do anything. And so I think if you're just starting out, there's a huge opportunity and just make content every day, test new ads. Like, you know, the person that can make more and quicker, which sometimes if it's just you, it's going to be faster because there's no one else yeah. to, to do it. Right. And if you yeah. can make a couple, a couple things a day, eventually some of it will be good. And, and, you'll win because you have more at bats. So just execute fast. Yeah. Miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And I agree with you. You can, the iPhone camera is like more than good enough. Uh, 
you know, the Facebook makes it easy with their with their uh, ad library and their stock photos, for example. It's easy to get started. You don't need a designer necessarily. Um, and then and then you know the hyper local, like yo, just walk out of your of your building and start you know going to a local business. And for for one to use your example, um, or you know, or talk about. Yeah, I saw this one. Uh, one of my friends went into real estate. He he does a, a weekly real estate update for the county that we're in and he talks about you know the median um you know home prices and you know our, our you know the seller's market buyer's market and he just gives that update i'm not i'm not in the market to buy or sell a house in my community but i still watch it because i'm like oh cool like you know information and it's like two minutes long you know and and i'm i feel informed so then when it comes time who am i going to go to you know yeah i mean yeah. if you if they see you interviewing all the businesses in the area and you're just running ads to that zip code like and then on that targeting is that is that how you started it's probably you started with just like I, I guess like on facebook you could do like interest targeting right I, I wonder if you did any of that to begin with or you just did hey is this zip code show it to everyone maybe an age because you know 18 year olds aren't buying a house i mean I, it's so cheap and i just i'll just do the entire zip code but yeah you for for uh, you know general top of the funnel kind of branding videos, but yeah. then as they watch it, I'll start to make specific audiences and get as in front of people that watched the first video. Yeah, you know, major takeaway I, I'm, I'm 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 grabbing. And then I got to wrap up for time's sake, Dan. Is is that you said, uh, and it was in reference to the Gary V. It's like. You know, Gary had this experience where he was using PPC, Google Ads, um, and and then you know he wishes he went all in then when it was less expensive, and then it now it's you know more expensive. The cost per clicks have have gone up. It's become maybe saturated, maybe more competitive, whatever the word you want to use. But Facebook and Instagram is still kind of in the earlier days. So it was funny you said the CPM, so the cost per thousand impressions uh, on Facebook is ten bucks. For your for your uh, zip code, whereas if you were to send a thousand postcards, it was like five hundred bucks, right? So fifty times more expensive. Now fifty times more expensive, and one thing to if I could add to that, you're sending a postcard, which is just a, a flyer, easy for them to kind of chuck away. You can't get a big message across on that, so the the the, the content is like not as rich as. For the for fifty times less, you can deliver a video to someone, right? Like that's amazing, and, and you get and, data on it because you know you know who watched it, who didn't. Like, and you get data on it, yes, and you get the tracking, and you know you can then target the people who engage with it versus not. So I love it, man. I love it. I love it. Hey, uh, Dan, anything else you want to add to this? Uh, you know, we can go on forever. I, you know, but anything from your book or anything you want to toss out there? No, I mean, if you guys want to get the book, I, I do have a, a deal where you can get it for free at, at hyperfastfreebook.com. So you, yeah. you just have to pay the shipping. So if you guys cool. want, to, want to check that out, it's hyperfastfreebook.com. Hyperfastfreebook.com. I'll put that in the description Thank and, you. Uh, and share with my with my buddies who are uh, a couple of them who are going into real estate or have gone into it recently. I can think of three people actually off the top of my head. So yeah, definitely get that out there. Uh, Dan, keep kicking butt, taking names, man. And uh, it's a pleasure meeting you. Thank you for your time. Um, for all y'all out there, like, subscribe, share this with a friend. And uh, we'll see you next time.
Cheers.